My name is PK from Almost Inevitable Design, and this is a $2.4 million podcast where we talk about web design, web development, and WordPress. Just a heads up, I might be using a bit of profanity at times, which is why I checked on the explicit tag. If you are enjoying this podcast, I'd appreciate it if you left me a good ratings on iTunes and Spotify. And if you have any questions, feel free to come down to almostinevitable.com and leave me a comment. Also, if you have any friends who need to hear this shit, go ahead, recommend it, and share it. Alright, uh, I am back with episode 24. Uh, we, I think um, I've gotten into a more regular rhythm of life, so uh, hopefully uh, everything works out okay and on schedule. Although, uh, tomorrow, I, I'll get to that in a minute, tomorrow I have a very significant thing that's happening, so I'll, I'll talk about that after after I introduce the no, you know what? Introducing the title actually means I'm going to get into the content, so I'll just go over my life just a little bit in case anybody was wondering. <laughs> Alright, so um, I don't know if you know, but I am a professional magician. I do uh, magic, close-up magic, cards, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I've been doing it for about 17 years professionally, and I've started. I started when I was a kid, around my daughter's age. Who she's eight, so about that age. So it's been over 30 years. Uh, but I've 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 always enjoyed it, and I've always um, learned from a lot of um, really great teachers. Not live because I don't get to see many teachers live. I do now because um, I do get to go to lectures and stuff. And I do get to talk to them and I see how they think and all that. I learn how, to, how they think and all that. And I, I think I've done this long enough that I... And I've actually released some lectures like DVDs and video series and stuff. And this time is actually my first live lecture at the um, Society Australian Society of Magicians. So I'm actually very happy about that. And that is fucking tomorrow. I hope it goes well. Alright, so that's that's me with my... So I'm not sure how long I'll have to edit this for Wednesday, but we'll see. Okay, so uh, episode 24 is titled... You've seen the title, right? Because that's what you saw before you pressed the play button, but uh, I'll just say it again. Episode 24 is Realign. Alright, Realign is a Godsmack song off of their 2003 album Faceless. Godsmack is a really cool hard rock heavy metal band. I love all their albums and I first got hooked when I heard them played being played at a record store and I just walked in and I asked which album this was and I bought it. There's only two albums that I've done that for. Uh, one was Godsmack's first album and the other was Slipknot's first album. So those I just I was walking around and I just walked in like give me this album, you know, cuz yeah, I think they were playing Spit It Out for Slipknot, and I don't know which song it was for Godsmack. They, yeah, but anyways, that's that's how I got their album. And if the name Godsmack, not just as a band, sounds familiar, it's because it is a song off of Alice in Chains' 1992 album, Dirt. So there's a song on Dirt called Godsmack, and Godsmack named themselves after the song Godsmack. So that's pretty cool. And you can tell that they got a lot of influences from them in the beginning. And yeah, so that's all really cool. Now the reason why this uh, uh, this episode is titled Realign is because we're not talking about WooCommerce in this because this is off the WooCommerce schedule. Uh, it is on uh, an extra schedule, right? Now this 
is a little different from what I normally talk about. Uh, it's a little different because um, you'll, you'll see. So, you've heard the expression design for mobile first, right? I'm pretty sure you've heard that, right? And have you thought about it? Have you actually thought about designing for mobile first? You know? Now, this topic, I've actually prepared a lot of articles because I wanted to talk about this, right? And then what happened was um, a friend of mine who um, sometimes I get to help and who is um, who does a lot of um, pretty cool development work down in, um, not down, because he's in the same hemisphere. He's in South Africa, and he loves heavy metal, so yeah. Oh, by the way, Tool, Tempest, episode 7 of this podcast is titled after Tool's Tempest album, and that song won a Grammy for Best Heavy Metal Performance, so fuck yeah. Alright, so, let's get back to this. Um, so, my friend... Uh, was we were discussing how to build a website and stuff, and I saw the proofs. And the thing was, the designer was, the designer ended up giving him a piece of shit design, a fucking stupid as fuck design. Now, it is so dipshit, stupid, fuck ass, fucking stupid, that if you actually look at that proof, on your phone with. You can't read anything. Now, let me explain. Like, the designer, now, almost everything the designer did, I think, was done wrong. But, we'll get into the most, in, the worst parts, okay? So, what the designer do, did were, um, was on the bottom, in the, the footer, right? Uh, they put in, I don't know if it's he or she, so I'm just going to say they. Right, because that's that's a gender gender neutral way of saying you know referring to someone. So what they did doesn't mean plural. I don't think. Uh, although if it is plural, then fucking hell, like you divide the intelligence by how many people were involved in the project. I mean, if it were two people, that's even half the intelligence of that, and that's what they came up with. Fucking hell, man. So um, this proof. In the footer, like, there's two columns of menus, right? So there's a menu for whatever, like, the main menu, and there's another menu for, like, the account and cart or whatever. Like, these are just examples. It's not exactly verbatim what it is because, you know, I don't want to expose way too specifically what it is, although it is, that's, that's what's going on. So the text there, I think, was probably... Um, designed somewhere else or designed for some other screen size or was designed all zoomed in and then just tried to make it fit in whatever the proof was made for. So this designer was trying to do a mobile first design. Now kudos to that person for trying something like mobile first and probably learned it somewhere and is attempting this shit. Alright? Kudos for them, kudos to them for trying this. However, the text size on the footer and the like, the menu text size. If you actually get to see it, if you had to see it on the on the phone, it it would be way too small for anybody to actually read. Let alone be able to fucking touch. You know, because that's how you 
that's how you click, you touch, right? So it was fucking stupid. It would have been like a size four pixel, you know, font size four, if it were on actual mobile, if it were scaled properly like that. It is a fucking stupid design. There were a lot of parts where it just didn't make any sense. Font sizes and ratios are just so hard for a lot of designers to actually get. It's very frustrating, it's very sad, but they really need to actually sit down and think and check it out on the phone or something like that. They really need to think about how that's supposed to work, all right? Either that or you just actually use real numbers, like real pixels, and just make sure it stays within that size. Like you can't go below 12 pixels on mobile. It, it's impossible to read, you know? And it's impossible to tap. Like even in like Apple and Google guidelines, they ask for something like a 22 pixel, a 20 pixel tap area. So, I mean, text doesn't have to be 20 pixels high, but 14, 15, 16, with a little bit of um, padding on the top and bottom, that makes sense. You can tap on that kind of link. But you cannot tap on anything that's like 12 or 11 or 10 pixels high on a fucking phone. And some text, some text, some paragraphs, some texts are fine. They look large enough to make sense. But then you have stupid shit like that in the, in the footer, you know? And then, now this, I know means that this designer doesn't know what they're doing. Like the header text looks exactly the same as a button and also the same as an input field. That makes no fucking sense. They need to look different. What the fuck? Where, what happened to all the UX and UI design? What the fuck is going on? Because a button should look like a button. At least keep it consistent throughout the whole design, right? And if it's an input field, it should look like a fucking input field, not like a button. And if it's a fucking header, like H3, then it should look like a fucking H3 and not like a button, which looks like an input field, you know? So it's just all fucking stupid. That was probably the stupidest design I've seen this week, and it's only Tuesday. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. All right. Um, although I do see a lot of stupid designs, that was the stupidest design I've seen this week. Um, so, let's get into how to design for mobile first. All right? Now, here's the thing. I thought, no, not I thought, I've seen people mention that a lot. Like um, people, when talking about design, uh, some people, I, I've actually seen people say like, oh yeah, you know, uh, I heard you're supposed to do mobile design first and whatever, so on and so forth. Okay, cool. That sounds like a good idea. Maybe, because the majority of people on the internet currently is on mobile. So, all right. Fair enough, right? Okay. Try Googling how to design. And I've done this. This is why I've, I've saved this. What is it? January 10. I've saved this article. I wanted to talk about this article since this year. And... I made, I wrote, I put some articles together just to talk about it, and then this happened today, so this is what we're talking about. All right, so 
um, Google how to design mobile first, all right? And you will get a lot of stuff like uxpin.com, justinmind.com, searchenginewatch.com, topcoder.com, design shack, OpenSense Labs, Forbes, Just Coded. I've actually put together like the first page of SERP. And I went through all of them, all right? Now, all right, let's let's talk about uxpin.com, all right? There's there's not many websites. All right, so easily put, there're not many websites that actually explain how to do mobile first. All they say is just do mobile first. That's all they're fucking saying. Just do mobile first. And mobile is mostly about stacking. So just stack things first and design for mobile first. That's They just like saying that shit. All right. I'll leave you all the links and you can go search it yourself. They like saying design mobile first. All right. Some people... Some articles go as far as to say it's not responsive. It is okay, so it's a little different. Like mobile first is, and this is from UXPIN, mobile first is progressive enhancement, and responsive is graceful degradation. Alright? Responsive is from large to smaller. And I think it was the other way, so um Mobile first is small to larger, so they call that adaptive design. I think that's what they mean. So that's a very, very cool way of putting things. I think it is fucking stupid, and I'll explain why. Because they are not actually explaining what they mean by that. Now, does like you know how um you know how people like uh, what is it, defining words and making it sound really cool and explaining stuff. Like, let me, let me read you this sentence from UXPIN, all right? Now, this is one of the better ones because it actually explained this, this concept a little better than the other stupid articles that I found, right? Now, this is all the first page of Google, so this is the best that Google can find for you. If you search how to design mobile first, you get a bunch of shit like this, all right? But this one is actually a little better, right? Let me read a little bit of a snippet for you. So um, the mobile first approach is exactly as it sounds, designing for the smallest screen and working your way up. It is one of the best strategies to create either a responsive or adaptive design. All right, now if I click on that, I guess they're gonna send me to buying an ebook about uh, responsive and, and I can put in my email address and I can download it or whatever. Uh, but yeah, fuck that, I'm not reading it. So. Uh, responsive or adaptive design, okay? And then number one, the mobile first approach is a tenet of progressive enhancement. It is the ideology, it is so cool, ideology that mobile design as the hardest, as it is the hardest, I guess, should be done first. Sounds good enough? All right, I'll, I'll skip the rest of the paragraph and I'll go to the next one. The opposite approach is graceful degradation. This incorporates all of the complexities right from the start and then strips them away for later for smaller devices. The problem with graceful degradation is that when you build all the all-inclusive design right from the start, the core and supplementary elements merge and become harder to distinguish and separate, and so on and so forth. Okay, now, 
This one, the reason why I'm saying this one is the best out of the bunch that I've seen is because it at least tries to show you the all stacked version and sort of ways of um, making columns and rows and stuff. It's a little better, but it is pretty not doing much. Okay, so if you keep scrolling down, they're gonna be like, all right, let's 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 try this. Um, if your site's goal is selling bikes, they have number one, the newest model bike, and you keep on going down and down and down, bestseller, uh, find your perfect ride, call to action, company name, hero image, navigation, search, second best selling, gift certificate, testimonial, latest blog post, and like something like that. And then they have the smartphone view and all the stuff then tablet view, and then desktop view. So this is actually the one that I think is the best out of all the ones that I found. And it's worth a skim, all right? Now, the rest, the reason why I'm bringing this one up and the reason why I'm actually reading from this is because, like I said, this one is the best. The other ones, we'll, we'll get into that in a second. All right, now, what it's basically trying to tell you is keep everything, all the, all the, what is it? Like some people like to say, all the user journeys linear, right? From top to bottom, because you're going to be scrolling, which I agree with. Everybody scrolls. It's all about scrolling. I hate websites that don't scroll or websites that jack your scrolling, called scroll jacking, like snapping or um, sideways scrolling, even if you're scrolling up, you know, like weird parallaxes happening, that kind of stuff is scroll jacking. Um, but so it's going to be linear and all stacked, right? And then the tablet view, fucking same thing as desktop pretty much, but tablet view, I think tablet should be designed for touch. That's about it. That's the main difference, but, uh, tablet view and the desktop view, uh, will take those elements and put them side by side. All right. So that sounds like it makes sense. Possibly. But think about, think about, all right, let's, let's take what they actually have here. Okay. Um, from their example, and hopefully when they make, make an example like that, it's supposed to actually fit their article the best it can, right? Now, when you're looking at, when, you, when you're scrolling down a website, the newest model, the best selling, and then the company name, it's call to action, company name, navigation, what the fuck? And then search, search goes above the second best selling bike. Then gift certificates, testimonial, latest blog post. I don't agree with that because I don't think search is as important when you're looking for a bike. I don't know. Maybe it's a very specific type of bike manufacturer where people need to actually search for parts. But unless it's searching for parts, what are you going to search for? If it's a general, you know, regular, you know, drop bike to work type of, you know, just, just regular, just pleasure bikes, you know, then what are you going to be doing? Like search blue, you know, what the fuck that may, yeah. So some of them, I don't think should even be on this list. And if it has to be, it should be somewhere, you know, off somewhere else. Navigation. Oh man. I don't know. Like after the company name and hero image, I don't know. Like 
why? And you're scrolling and you want to keep the navigation tab on, on top? How does that work? And best-selling, all right, so um, if you take these 10 things and then spread them out across on a desktop, that means you're going to be only getting 10 things, right? What's going to happen? You're going to actually have to probably put the best-selling and then second best-selling together or put a range of the best-selling bikes or something like that. Or it's going to, you can't just end up with one, right? You can't just end up with 10 blocks and either stack them or put them side by side. It, it doesn't change. And even if you do, even if you do, it doesn't change fucking anything. All right, let's say you're not actually expanding anything and you're using the exact 10 blocks, which I think the 10 blocks should, are wrong, but that's besides the point. Let's just say you have 10 blocks from 1 to 10 and they all stack on mobile. Cool, that is your design. Now, you're going to take that to tablet and then desktop. What are you going to do? Spread them apart side by side so you get from 1, 2, 3, and then one goes full, full screen across and then one does whatever and then you get a couple next to each other. How is that fucking different from designing the desktop first and coming back down? What the, what the fuck kind of difference is that? You know? Alright. Did you... <laughs> does this make sense? It is not a graceful degradation. It is not... What is it? What was the fucking word that they said? It is not a progressive enhancement. It doesn't enhance anything. And when you design for desktop first and then go mobile, it is not graceful degradation. It's not. What the fuck? That's... So, what I understand what they're trying to say. They're trying to say, think about what it looks on mobile. That's it. But, if you do your responsive design well, that's what mobile is. You can't design... Well, you could... But it's going to turn out to be stupid for very many reasons. Aspect ratios are going to be all wonky because the screen looks totally different. And, alright, so if you say, alright, well, how is that different from responsive? Well, from responsive, you know how things look next to each other and, the, and you can get the whole feel of everything. So when it becomes smaller, you know which is more important and which is not. As opposed to mobile first. If you design mobile first, the well, you could make things taller, but if it goes on to desktop, what are you going to do then? Come go side by side? How did you know that, right? And if you start doing that, that's exact. If you start actually making a comprehensive desktop look and feel, that's the exact same thing as responsive, just with more steps, you know? And here's another thing. When you look at a website, you can actually tell if it was designed well enough and um, there, were, there was enough care put into it to make it look intricate enough that it was, you know, as opposed to, like, what these people are trying to say from mobile first. Because if you start mobile first... Or if you start from that kind of approach first, and I'm saying you don't see many websites that are actually designed mobile first, all right? But if you look at stuff like that, you can actually see that a lot of them look really bland and empty on desktop. Like the blocks are just blocky and, the, and they're gappy 
And it, it just looks really clunky and stupid if you design mobile first. Now, not all the time because it depends on the designer. But like I said, if you, if you want to get a well-made, well-looking, well-designed desktop and a mobile uh, version, and you start mobile first, it's not going to happen. It, it's, it's the same fucking thing, you know? Now, uh, so when you design mobile first, it just... It's way more um, limiting for the designer. And they make way more mistakes. And okay, cool. Let's say that they don't. They learn. And then in the end, you still need a proof for the desktop, right? I, I keep saying this. What, what, what am I saying? I'm saying it's the same fucking thing. It's the same shit. Just saying mobile first doesn't do anything. There's no progressive enhancement. There's actually no graceful degradation if you do your stuff properly, you know? Progressive enhancement is actually harder. Adding things is harder. Taking things out is a lot easier and leaving them in in the right context is a lot easier than adding things in because that's just, that's why things, when they start mobile first and become go to desktop, it looks empty and clunky. Look at an app that was made for the phone and look how that looks like on the desk, uh, on the iPad. Unless they redo everything, it looks really just stupid, you know? And I, so that's why it's, it's just a new thing, I think. It's just a new thing that people just keep trying to say, but it actually does nothing, all right? I'll, let's, let's look at some more, let's not look, but I'll, I'll look at some more articles for you, all right? So justinmind.com. Complete Guide to Mobile First Design, written in January 22nd, 2018. Ooh, cool. Mobile First can help UX designers create a consistent user experience across all the devices, leading to happier users. Oh, get the fuck out of here. All right, look at this. All right, so what is Mobile First Design? Start uh, explaining it. Benefits of Mobile First Design. They explain it. Mobile First is content first. They explain it. Same shit. And then how to create mobile first design in Justin Mind. Justin Mind's new responsive features, etc., etc. I think they are trying to sell whatever they're doing. And then fucking conclusion. Nothing. Fucking nothing. There's nothing here. Nothing. They're trying to sell whatever they're doing. All right, let's go to searchenginewatch.com. Uh, 2019, uh, March, March 5th. And the website looks like it was from. The 90s. I don't know how they can have this website still. But yeah, it's time to put a stop to responsive mobile design. Is mobile responsive the same as mobile first? No, here's how they differ. And they explain it. Seven easy strategies to creating mobile first websites. Less is more. That's why you get empty, clunky ass looking websites. Keep your site simple. That's why you get empty, clunky ass looking websites. Um, bring your call to actions into the 21st. Bring your web fucking website into the 21st first. Um, let's talk about it. Mo make mobile communication a breeze. What? What? Mo and they show as an example a desktop. I don't know why, but um, that has nothing to do with mobile communication. If, if like, let's see. All right. I'll fucking add. All right. Use technology like chatbots and mobile-friendly help desk software. That has nothing to do with mobile first design. Graphic design for mobile first. That's how you end up with clunky ass shit. A need for speed. Doesn't matter. It's all the same speed. Well, 
if you do your job right as responsive design, you know, do the same thing. It'll improve your speed. How to improve speed on your fuck off. Uh, test, test, test. Yeah, of course, who, who doesn't, right? If you do proper responsive design, you're going to test it. So there's nothing. They're, they give me nothing, all right? Why mobile first design is no, it's nothing, all right? Look, if you're doing responsive design, if you want to do a good job, I usually don't need a mobile proof. But if you're not sure, get a good, we talked about getting good designers and good developers. Uh, but if you work well with someone who knows what they're doing, sometimes you might need a mobile proof, sometimes you don't. But if you understand what the design is supposed to be doing, that should work. If not, get the mobile proof, get the desktop proof, and then you can sort of fill in the gaps in between. That's what you need to do. You don't need to start mobile first. That has absolutely no actual uh, differences in how things are done. It has no fucking advantage. The best that I can say is think about mobile and think about how responsive design works when you're designing. Think about how this design will should work on all screen sizes when you're designing. Mobile first does nothing. Responsive design, like irresponsible responsive design where they just design for the desktop and hope for the best when things start collapsing, that is stupid, that's bad responsive design. You, of course that's wrong and now are we going to mobile first? No, that's bad responsive design. Do good responsive design. Then you won't have to work. So this is, all right, so like I keep saying, it's just a way to just try to come up with a new paradigm that I think is fucking stupid and they're not actually doing anything. Let's go to talkcoder.com, your guide to mobile first design. All right, so your guide to mobile first design written on July 23rd, 2018 from Top Coder. All right, so. While websites have been mobile friendly, like this, uh, this is a different paradigm. If you do responsive properly, it doesn't matter. Um, so here they, they're saying the same thing, same cool words, graceful degradation and progressive enhancement. Ooh, cool. Mobile is where your audience is. Yeah, but that doesn't mean responsive design is wrong. And you know, all right, uh, you can't screw up mobile UX. No, but a lot of fuckheads do with like small text and shit. Uh, mobile first is content first too. Yeah, well, all right. That is another thing that I think is just fucking stupid, all right? The reason is because desktop design, proper graphic design puts content first as well. When have you seen a desktop website that did not put content first? And if you saw a website like that, you would have said that is stupid. Same fucking thing. Content first. Why? What? When is it not? All right. So when is it not? Fuck. Come on. Mobile could be the only way users see your site. Yeah. So of course, if you are doing your job properly, that website that the designer designed should look really good and takes all the design cues on the mobile, and it will still work perfectly. That's what it should be. If Right? These people might have been dealing with shitty-ass responsive design, but if you do it properly, there's absolutely no use that, no sense that this has any weight, all right? App 
versus mobile forward. Fuck off. How to be mobile first. Fuck off. Get started with mobile first design with Top Coder. Trying to sell me shit that is not convincing. All right, designshack.net. Articles, mobile, mobile first. Mobile first design, why it's great and why it sucks. Yeah, well, it, it sucks. It's not great. It's, it doesn't make sense. It's the same fucking thing. If you do your job properly, it's the same fucking thing. They say the same thing. Graceful degradation versus progressive enhancement. It's the same fucking thing. If you do your job properly, it's the same thing. And it, if it's mobile first, it actually makes it harder to do desktop properly. If you do desktop properly, it's a lot easier to do mobile properly if you do your job. Okay, so it's I, it's just so annoying and fucking stupid. People keep saying that, but I think it's wrong and it doesn't work. And even through all of this, they've never shown me any examples of doing mobile-first design and how that works. All right, here's here's one from OpenSenseLabs.com, uh, written on July 17, uh, 2018. So this is when 2018, mid 2018, early 2018 was when this expression became a thing. And people just started just jumping on the bandwagon without any actual examples or any actual knowledge on it. And they're just using words, you know. And this guy, this, art, this article is even worse because everything came from UXPIN. You remember UXPIN, the one that we mentioned? Yeah, all of the stuff came from them and, and it's just copy-pasting a lot of the shit. And why are people going crazy over mobile first? No, they're not. Fuck off. All right, uh, let's go to the next Forbes. Let's go to Forbes. All right, Forbes, uh, five tips for designing a mobile-first website. And it was written on March 19, 2018. So like I said, about the same time, these things just got, that was a word that people started using. And it's not, I don't know, that's, that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to get clicks, I guess, trying to sell ads, I don't know. Uh, using a responsive framework, prioritize the user experience, optimize for speed. Uh, simplify navigation interactions, test and improve conclusions. Fucking nothing. Fucking nothing. There's nothing here. There's, it's not actually T. All right, so I've seen, I think there was one website. Was it justcoded.com? All right, mobile first web design. Why it is important? Why is it important in 2020? Ooh, look at that. January 16, 2020. This one made it out of all those 2018 articles, right? Now, uh, it talks about mobile-friendly pages, non-mobile-friendly pages. Like I keep saying, if a responsive website is done properly, it will be mobile-friendly. All right, what is a mobile-first design and why does your website need one? Fuck the fuck off. Responsive design means that a website automatically adjusts to the screen size on any, any device. Mobile-first is a concept where when web design is upgrading from a smartphone level to desktop and laptop versions. It's the and the next line says, the adaptive design shouldn't be confused with responsiveness or mobile first as it adapts a website only to certain screen specification. What? All right. Why is it vital to design for mobile first? If you're dreaming about top ratings, then go for mobile first. Why? 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 What top rating, top rating website on Google is mobile first? They are all designed for desktop. You can tell if it's designed for desktop or not. You know how? If you look at uh, the media queries, if you look at the media queries, if it's max width or min width, all right? Minimum width means it's designed from small sizes up. Max width means it's designed from large sizes down, more than likely, all right? And um, 
the thing is, if you design from small sizes up, you can things everything will be in a hundred percent, pretty much a hundred percent blocks, right? Hundred percent width blocks with the border on the side, right? But if you go for the larger screen, you're gonna have to add stuff like max width, or you're gonna have to add an extra uh, parent div around it, and then either flex or grid it, something like that. You're gonna have to add more code, and it's it's gonna end up the same thing, all right? And it's just confusing, and it's just making well, you're gonna miss out on a lot of really subtle design stuff, and you're just gonna end up just with like I keep saying, clunky, blocky stuff. It, it's a lot easier to end up with clunky, blocky stuff from if you go from mobile to desktop than when you come from desktop to mobile. And like I keep saying, desktop to mobile, if you do it properly, will look, will have all the design elements, the ones that you just need, and it will do its job properly, and it is very mobile friendly. So pretty much responsive design, whoever has been doing it has been done wrong and these guys are they came up with a new buzzword and they're just trying to milk it without having any substance to it. Alright, here's here's what Just Code it says for designing for mobile. First, tips and tricks. Choose the right tools. What the fuck? A perfect mobile design starts with the right tools. Alright? Let's see what they say about it. When choosing a framework or builder, consider Bootstrap, Skeleton, Foundation, or other solutions packed with mobile first essentials. No, they're all, <laughs> what? This, this, all right, you've heard of Bootstrap, right? That's a uh, that's it's responsive. These are all responsive. They're all right. So, all right, all right. Make elements mobile first. All right, at least these guys are trying. You know, so they they talk about making a nav bar. And hiding it under burger button, I, I want to call it this sandwich, but burger button, nobody says burger button, they say hamburger. Alright, however, if you want to stand out, you can go further, you can prioritize the menu items. You just look through this, yeah, it looks like they're trying, but it actually just takes, alright, if you look at what they have, the examples they have here on Just Coded, um, on mobile, it might look, and it doesn't even look the same, on mobile, it might look like it, everything is populated, but on desktop, they just stretch it out and it's just empty now. You know, and, oh, oh man, so, put the user in the spotlight, what the fuck, this is, this has nothing to do with this. What user in the spotlight? Alright, and, they just, they're just showing an app, search interaction, what? Alright, benefits from videos, um... Yeah, progressive web app. So this has this all this stuff is basically just saying just make sure your mobile website looks and works well. That's pretty much fucking it. I mean, thanks for actually trying to put in some examples of what it looks like on mobile, but the thing is I keep saying this and I can't emphasize this enough. If the responsiveness is done properly, this is what it should like, should look like, and not how you start with, you know? So it's just, it's, oh, all right, maybe it's just a call to action for all the shitty responsive, de responsive designs, I don't know. But I think it really is just a new buzzword that people keep saying, but it really doesn't have any weight. And I've gone through, like I keep saying, 
everything on the Google SERPs, it just doesn't show anything, you know? And here's another one. So I thought, all right, maybe my how to design mobile first uh, keyword didn't help. So what I did was I put in design mobile first tutorial on Google. And here's what I got, like html5rocks.com. Uh, creating mobile first responsive web design. All right. Is it a tutorial? Not necessarily, because they keep talking about the same shit. And then there's one part where they actually talk about the code, setting the viewport, maybe. And the the HTML special characters, content fragments, the telephone URI, like a phone number, you can click on a phone number. I always do that for every phone number on every website I put together. Um, styles, a separate style sheet for larger screens. Ooh, mobile first styles. So you put in stuff like that and then Put in max width and then min width. So mobile first approach is min width. Ah, so they say if it's um responsive, you have a uh, code and then you have max width. If it's mobile first, you have min width. What the fuck? It's it's gonna be the same fucking thing in the end. Applying media queries, you add min width. That's what I mean. You keep adding min width, and this code is actually wrong because there's it doesn't open a parentheses it's fucking wrong so and use relative units it's all right yeah so it does talk a little bit about code and how to code stuff like that but like i always like i keep saying it talks about how to click and uh how to tap and stuff like that thumbnail images whatever they're doing here like swipe yeah but this is all it's supposed to be part of the package when you're doing good responsive design because if you have a slider it's it would it would help if if on mobile you can tap it or slide it you know so of course you got to think about this if you do proper responsive design so this one sort of looks like it's trying to teach you things but i think it should have been uh taught or it should have been implemented anyways all right how to write mobile first css at zell wk uh, pretty much the same thing as what I saw, what we saw in HTML5 rocks. Uh, coding mobile first, do, do that, do this. Yeah, it's same thing, min width, that's about it. Uh, using math, max width queries, queries with the mobile first approach, do that. I don't know, it, it really doesn't, so, all right, so let's think about this. Let's say you do that, all right? So what does that code do, that responsive code the other way? the other direction does not do. It does the same thing. It does the same fucking thing, all right? Let's, let's try this. Here's another approach that you can do. And I actually do this for some parts of the design because some, some parts are a lot more complex and I need a totally different layout. So what I do is I actually split it up. If it's 601 pixels and above, I have this layout. If it is 600 pixels and below, then I have a separate layout. So I actually split it up into two different media queries and those are the only two media queries that it has for the whole thing. And of course, you know, you can split it up more later on, but um, the whole thing just gets divided down the middle somewhere, you know? So you can do that as well. That means you have both max width and min width, depending on what you're doing. And that works, you know? So a lot of times, like I keep saying this, if you do, if you know what, the largest screen size should look like, and if you know what the smallest screen size should look like, everything 
should respond in between. And everything should respond to the most used device on that screen size. That's about it. Mobile first is just a cool word that's a buzzword that is, I think, a stupid myth that is not actually doing anything. Now, if you're making an app, that's important. But you're, if you're not making an app, if you're actually developing a website, it's not. It's mobile first is something that people throw in your face. They say that say say it like it's cool, but it actually does nothing. And I think mobile first to desktop ends up with a clunky ass website unless you have a proper desktop design. And if you have a proper desktop desktop design, it's the exact same thing as what was done before. So in the end, what's happening? Mobile first design is just some some stupid buzzword. I think it's just stupid. So that's why you don't need to realign. <laughs> no, it's not don't need to. You need to realign things when you're changing layouts. They all realign. Does that make sense? That took fucking 45 minutes to get to that conclusion. It's about realigning. <laughs> I hope. I hope that makes sense. Yeah, so basically what I'm trying to say is I've gone through everything and I've I have, I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced at all that mobile first design is anything new or important. I think it's only a buzzword and it's only, like I've seen people say like their teacher taught them that. Like what? Um, but I think it's only a word that's being thrown around because of bad responsive design. People do fucking shitty responsive design and then people are like, have you thought about mobile? And if you keep saying that, then in the end you're like, hey, at least do this properly first, you know? And then you end up with mobile first design. And I think it's, it's just sad that the people who are supposed to be doing good responsive design are not doing it properly and we're at this stupid stage now. I think that expression is going to go away uh, because, or at least not in the sense it is right now, because it's not offering anything new. It's not offering anything proper uh, that is worth thinking about or implementing. It is just a thing that I think should, should at best, uh, keep people aware of the mobile layout when they're designing. Right? A, lot of, a lot of designers struggle even with the desktop. So if you, had, if you thought about the mobile, maybe they'll think a little more responsibly. Maybe. All right? So uh, that's, that's where we are with that. That's what I think. If you have any um, other ideas or if you have any um, arguments about how mobile-first design is actually a new paradigm, then I'd like to hear it. Please convince me that mobile design first, mobile first design is actually something worth considering. I, I'd like to be um, challenged on that idea because from what I've seen all throughout Google and my research, um, it's, it's just a load of crap. All right, so let's go to uh, articles now. Okay, we're back in articles. Uh, this one is from CNN Business. Ooh, CNN, CNN Business. All right, it's the, the title is... All right, you're going to like this title. 
Mark Zuckerberg, uh, Mark Zuckerberg says Facebook's goal is no longer to be liked. Yeah, right, fuckface. Fucking fuckface. Mark Fuckerface uh, sent a message to the public on Wednesday. Facebook is fine doing things that are unpopular as long as people understand why. You're never going to tell us. You're never going to make us understand why you're doing things that are unpopular. Fuck off. Facebook has come under scrutiny over its political advertising policies. He actually said he doesn't... He's trying to keep uh, shirking away from his responsibilities of fact-checking and stuff. And he says, like, somebody else is fact-checking and keeps on... And he's just ruining shit. Uh, as fellow social media platform Twitter decided to ban political ads. And... Uh, what Zuckerberg said, quote, one critique of our approach, I, I can't say it like he does because he's a fucking robot, uh, one critique of our approach for much of the last decade was that because we wanted to be liked, we didn't always communicate our views as clearly because we were worried about offending people, Zuckerberg said on a call with analysts. All right, uh, and he says he, it, his goal for the next decade isn't to be liked but to be understood. I don't know. I don't know. Um, if that is actually, uh, a way of him saying very, in, in a very stupid way, saying that he is trying to do the right thing and it could, it sometimes might not be liked, but he believes that that is just, you know, justice, you know, just, then good for him. But knowing what he's done, I don't know, fuck him. All right, so that's what's going on with Mark Zuckerberg, and he can fuck off. All right, let's see what happened. Uh, something else happened recently, uh, in, in America, that is, uh, the Super Bowl. What is it, the LIV? What is it, 54th? Is that right? L is five, 50, right? 54th Super Bowl? I think that's it, right? LIV, that's all I, can, that's all I know. Uh, so this one is, about, is on Dribble, and it's about... Graphic designers reimagining their favorite NFL logos. Ooh. And the featured image here on top is the 49ers. I don't know who won the Super Bowl. I'm going to check right now. Um, who won the Super Bowl 2020? Who won? 49ers, 20. Kansas City, Chiefs, 31. Okay. Kansas City won. Okay. So... <laughs> That's how much I care. I don't, I don't care much anymore. Um, I just saw 49ers playing. I was like, okay, cool. That's all I know. Uh, I do like the Cowboys, but I, I just like them in theory because I grew up in Texas and my dad used to like them, but that's about it. I don't, I don't follow NFL much uh, because they don't play it here, and I just don't care as much. Basketball is more fun to watch, but that's not important. So... Um, well, I do, I can enjoy it if I'm sitting there, but it's really not a thing that I go after and look, try to keep up with. Uh, so anyways, um, this is, uh, graphic designers re uh, redesigning some NFL logos. There's, um, an Arrowhead, hmm. uh, Green Bay Packers, 49ers Concepts, uh, New Orleans Saints, and this is really cool, Dallas Cowboys redesign, and it's not bad. I don't know. I don't like it as much as, as the current Cowboys. Uh, Vikings, Raiders, it looks exactly the same. I don't know. I don't know what's different. Um, 
LA, it's not LA Raiders. That's that's how much I do not know about football anymore. Because it was LA Raiders back when, in 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 the eighties. <laughs> Sorry, Seattle Seahawks, Steelers, Pittsburgh Steelers, Broncos, and all that kind of stuff. So there's a lot of cool um, logos that has been um, redone. New York Giants look nothing like the Giants. So okay, all right. So have a look if you like football. Uh, I wish someone did this for basketball because that'd be cool. But it doesn't really matter. I don't really care. All right, next, let's go to, um, those are the two articles that I have. So let's go to resources then, all right? All right, don't get too angry. At, uh, we're back into resources, but don't get too angry at me for um, not caring much about sports because I'm allowed to not care about sports, man. Come on. Uh, some people are very... I don't know, very passionate about their sports, and that's fine. You can be passionate about it as much as you want. Uh, just don't get angry at me for not being passionate. I've, yeah, I've had people do that to me. Uh, when I was bartending, this guy was like watching cricket, and he he um he was in the he was actually supposed to be in the kitchen, but then you know he just came out and just was watching cricket. And cricket takes a few days, I heard. To, to finish a game. So him standing there in his free time, like for a few minutes, standing there watching the game, I don't think he's going to be seeing anything substantial to the game progress because it's a few days game. <laughs> so him standing there for a few minutes, I don't think he's going to see like the most important parts or anything. <laughs> Um, I don't know, do, do, um, do the highlights last for hours? I don't know. Uh, but yeah, he was like, I was like, oh, cricket, I don't understand, sorry. And he was like, best game, best game ever, like, this is the best sport ever. Like, I was just really angry about it. Like, calm the fuck down, dude. I don't, like, who cares? Why do you care so much that I don't understand cricket? You don't understand what I like. I don't get angry at you, so fuck off, you know? Like, yeah, so uh, it really shouldn't matter, should it? All right, uh, let's, uh, we were talking about resources, so let's uh, stick to resources. So here is a resource for CSS animated backgrounds, and it's on a website called CSS Hint. The logo is very ugly. Uh, <laughs> now you're going to go check it out yourself, aren't you? Yeah, probably, I bet you would, because it's ugly. <laughs> it's made on WordPress. Ooh, it's made on WordPress. Let's see, what's, let's see what the theme is. All right, theme is voice. Okay, that's not a theme that I know. All right, so it's, but it's very ugly. Uh, let's see, there's a few, few uh, animated backgrounds, like shadows, ran, rainbow lines. The thing is, you can use these as backgrounds, but a lot of the times they need JavaScript with them. It's not you can't actually have like 100% just CSS. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna have to use either like uh, SVGs or JavaScript to get this to work. But it is done all in code, which is why it's cool. Uh, there is one that says pure CSS infinite background animation, and I'll run that pen code and let's see. That is um, very cool. 
yeah, I guess you can make it animate infinite, so that works. Uh, there's a small SVG file there, and SVG file is uh, embedded with a base64, and there's a keyframe that just uh, infinites, infinite re and reverse. Yeah, there we go. So yeah, we can do that actually with uh, CSS, so it looks like you're, you just keep moving. So there's a few here that's just pure CSS, so check those out. Um, if you want to know how to implement them, just email me and I'll put up a tutorial on how to do that. I don't think I've gotten any tutorials for any other ones, tutorial requests for the other ones, so I'm not doing it. Uh, let's go to the next one. <laughs> I said I'm not doing it. Now this one is on cloud4.com and it is actually really cool. So what they're, what they're doing is staggered animations with CSS custom properties. I am very, very hot. This is 56 minutes in, and I'm very hot because I'm in a closed room. My whole body is sweating. Uh, I'm going to be sticky in the morning. Oh, shit. I'm going to have to go to the lecture. I'm gonna, I might have to shower. Just for you guys making this podcast, I'm just putting myself through all this hard, hot heat. Yeah, anyways. So <laughs> it is hot. It's fucking hot. I'm going to finish this soon. Uh, so... If you check this out, what they're doing is, so custom properties is CSS variables, all right? And what you can do, what is really cool, is you can actually uh, make CSS variables with, uh, you can do it with nchild, but, nchild, but you can actually do this with um, a CSS variable. So you can actually put in, a, put in a variable, and then you can have that uh, used in, um, a global CSS line which will calculate in every other item. It's really cool. So you have one CSS property that says whatever, whatever with a variable in it. And then with each element, you can add style equals that variable some number. And that gives you a different way. So this is really cool because not only can you do this for animations, staggered animations, I think I can make this work for parallaxing. So that's going to be really cool. So check this out. It might be really cool. I might use it on some website in the future. But yeah, it's a, it's a very cool thing. Now, the only thing that you need to worry about is CSS variables don't work. Custom properties don't work on Internet Explorer 11. But fuck that, man. Come on. Internet Explorer 11 is still relevant, but not as relevant. And it's going to keep dying off as time passes. Maybe in a few years, we'll just not even mention it. Alright, anyways, I think that's about it. I am fucking hot as hell, so I'm going to turn the air conditioner on and the fan on, and um, I will see you uh, next week. Alright, take care, and I'll see you next week. Bye-bye.